This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Wednesday edition in the borough. Tell you, interesting week thus far. I got an email last week from a young man, and he was explaining to me that he um, was coaching college basketball. And then I looked at the name again. It said Jamal Hughes. And I said, and I'm thinking to myself, heck, he was just playing high school basketball at Oakland a couple years ago. Well, it tells you how time flies by. It's actually been about 10 years ago. So we like to expand our horizons on this show. Yesterday we had um, former Riverdale football standout Thomas Mosby, who I went to school with, so that's the dark ages. And he was all the way out in Washington State. Today we're going to Vermont, so we're ex- we're expanding the U.S. here this week. And Jamal Hughes, former Oakland um, Patriots standout, a two-time All-State player for um, the Patriots, is going to join us. He is one of the youngest college basketball coaches in the country, and um, he is at Vermont Tech, and um, eventually wants to kind of. Maybe do a little recruiting down in this area. You know, coaches are always trying to find those fertile recruiting grounds. So we're going we're gonna to reach out to a, a former Patriot today. Jamal, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Monty. I really appreciate the opportunity to be on the radio show. All right. Well, you know, as I told you the other day when I talked to you, I was like, man, you were just playing high school ball. Uh, <laughs> time does fly by. But – um. Just kind of tell us about your journey um, once you got out of school in Oakland, um, you know, what you did from a collegiate standpoint and how you got to where you are today. Yes, sir. So as soon as I graduated from Oakland, um, I went to the University of Texas Pan American, um, spent the year there, had some uh, injury injury problems there, and um, just quite didn't work out, uh, but, you know, kind of kept faith and. Um, got the opportunity up here at Vermont Tech to, to kind of rejuvenate my basketball career and end up being a two-time All-American up here. Um, and, you know, I guess I can say I turned from a boy to a man up here because I also became a father. Um, and after I graduated from Vermont Tech, I was able to get back to uh, Tennessee and, you know, try to start my coaching career there. Um, and I did a pretty good job, you know, worked at Ravenwood for a little bit and, um, end up becoming the head coach over at Freedom Middle School. And 
Um, but I did want to eventually become a uh, high school head coach. Um, and, you know, just statistics telling me over the years that it's a lot of great assistant coaches in the Middle Tennessee area who, for whatever reason, ain't really uh, ain't really get the opportunity to be a high school head coach and still waiting their turn. So um, I just felt I needed to take a different journey. And um, a lot of people just saying you need that, you need head coaching experience. So um, I uh, got a call from a high school in Vermont um, to be the high school head coach. And the plan was to come back here. I mean, come back to Murfreesboro. Uh, to coach high school once I, you know, once I got some experience under my belt. But um, a week before college practice started, the coach at Vermont Tech had resigned, um, accepted another job, and I uh, was blessed enough to get the call to uh, come back to my alma mater and be the head coach. Now, was it this was it this past season or the year before last? 2019. So I got a year under my belt as a head coach right now. Did, so did y'all not you didn't did y'all not finish the season last year either? No, we actually finished the season. We uh, went 24-9. We made the national Final Four in Pennsylvania um, and got beat by four points in the Final Four. Um, and, it, and that was two days before uh, everything kind of got shut down. So we was lucky enough to, to finish our season. I got you. So you think you're going to coach high school ball. Then you go to coach. Then you end up coaching college ball. Um, that's, a, that's a stark difference because you're dealing with – different age young men um you've got to worry about travel and things like that i'm sure as a head coach at a small school you'll wear a lot of different hats maybe hats that some coaches at you know the power five schools probably don't have to wear right absolutely um just the adjustment to having to now schedule games and um get itineraries ready for every single city we travel um, and you're right, I'm dealing with, you know, grown men, you know, 18 to 22-year-olds. I actually had a 24-year-old on my team last year, and he was a freshman in high school when I was a senior. So um, just um, having to adjust and making sure they, you know, know to respect me, even though I'm a young coach. I think I did an okay job at that. Um, still some areas I can work in, but, um, you know, I got him to play hard for me. I got him, I got him to trust me in our journey. Um, they, knew I were, they knew I was young, and um, the cooperation was just great. I couldn't ask for any 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 more help um, than I got. Um, but yes, I had to wear pretty much all the hats. I, I had a part time assistant coach, um, so everything that went into planning the season, um, I pretty much did that on my own. But you know, it's experience on the job, so I feel like I'm paying my dues right now. Yeah, you're getting a lot of different. <laughs> when you wear that many hats, you get a little experience from all the ends. You know, from basketball ops to um, breaking down film to game day coaching and and things like that um i'm sure that uh, requires a lot of hours absolutely um you know i, I it's a lot of 2 a.m and 3 a.m nights um going to bed so um making sure i get a time my time in as a father making sure i spend enough time with my daughter um that was the biggest adjustment to trying to uh to, from going from high school to college. Um, but, you know, this year I got a year under my belt. Um, I have a schedule now. I'm not thrown in, you know, a week before practice is supposed to start. Um, so we're looking forward to a better year where I can kind of time manage my schedule a little bit better. Well, the first year and go to the Final Four, 
um, you kind of set the bar a little high, didn't you? <laughs> uh, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, so the expectations are high here now, but uh, I think we have a good group coming in. We'll, we'll be young, but um, it's going to be a journey. Living in Vermont, what's that like from a guy from Murfreesboro? I tell you, it's uh, it's rough. It's rough. Uh, um, the, these winters are brutal. Um, talking about negative ten, negative twenty degrees, snow, uh, and you know, just stuff you don't have to deal with in the South. But um, I'm lucky enough that I have a hobby during the winter time to kind of make the winters go by a little faster. So when you're during basketball season, you know how fast that can go by. Um, a lot of my a lot of my planning and busyness took away from uh, the brutal winter for me. Well, tell us about the school itself, Vermont Tech. Um, what type of school it is? How big it is? I know you guys are about to go Division Three, aren't you? Yeah. So yeah, two years we put in our bid, and you know we'll we'll, we'll see about you know where where we go with that. I don't know how much I can really say on that, but um, but yeah, we, we definitely put in our bid, and we looking to. We're looking to expand here. But the school is a four-year school, um, very small private college, maybe 15 to 16, um, 100, 100 uh, kids. Um, so tech school is one of the best um, schools up here in the Northeast as far as our job placement rate. We have a 99% job placement rate, you know, within six months after you graduate. And it's in your field. So you're talking about, um, you're talking about those numbers being up there with the, you know, Ivy League schools. Um, obviously, we're not an Ivy League school, but, you know, our statistics show um, that our education up here is, um, you know, is a big deal and it's, it's real beneficial. Um, so I'm proud of this school just as, you know, the education goes, education-wise, but uh, my sports are taking a big turn uh, for the good. Um, so you're really coaching the game at its purest level uh, in that these guys that play for you um, – you know, the NBA, you know, is not necessarily at the top of their list. It is about going to school, using their basketball skills to get a degree, and then go to work. That's got to be pretty gratifying. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and even though the NBA is not at the top of the list, you know, it's a lot of uh, a lot of opportunities to play professional basketball overseas, which yeah. um, I think my guys and myself are doing a good job at exploring. We're joined today by Jamal Hughes, former Oakland Patriot basketball standout. He's now the um, one of the youngest uh, college ba- men's college basketball coaches in the country. Coach, what are you, about 28 years old? 28 years old, yes, sir. All right. Well, you, you got a lot of years left ahead of you, don't you? I hope so, yes, sir. <laughs> All righty. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back. McCabe Vision Center. Just received one of the high-tech lenses for cataract problems. Here's Dr. Craig McCabe at McCabe Vision Center. Tell us what your vision was like before the surgery. My vision at night was really terrible. It's when a car came from the opposite direction. I was pretty much blinded me and how happy I am with the lenses. 
McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive. As cold and flu season approaches, one of the best things that you can do to give somebody who is sick is a quart of Demas's chicken and rice soup. This is Peter Demas with Demas Family of Restaurants. This soup is my grandmother's recipe, and we have used this soup in order to help our family whenever we are sick. Just gives us a good comfort feeling. One of the things that you can also do is you can now ship that soup anywhere across the United States, and you can order that soup online at demasfamilykitchen.com. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening in. This is Lenny Farmer here for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Wow, cremation seems to be the talk of the day, and you probably have a question or two about whether that should be your final choice, because so many questions surround this method of finality to life. Let me set your mind at ease by answering your plaguing questions. You can reach me at 615-893-2422 to set up a time for a no-pressure question and answer period to help determine what is best for you. Jennings and Ayers. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. State Farm High School football tonight on WGNS. We will be at Seagulls, Ken Nolan Stadium, as the Stars take on the Blackman Blaze, a Rutherford County matchup and a region game, an important one as we get closer and closer to the playoffs. 6 o'clock for Murphy's matchups. 6.30, the primetime sports countdown to kickoff. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day and State Farm Prep Football kicks at 7 o'clock. On Saturday morning, well, tomorrow we've got the of heating and air coaches corner for you beginning at 8 a.m hope you'll join us for the high school coaches conversation cougar corner at 10 15 and saturday afternoon your middle tennessee blue raider football team travels to rice for an all-important conference usa game one o'clock airtime on wgns with a 230 kick chip walters and west counts will have the play-by-play for you all sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. Jamal Hughes, former Oakland basketball standout, join us today. He's now the head men's basketball coach at Vermont Tech. And, um, Coach, um, now, where does some of your coaching philosophies come from? You know, you hear a lot of guys that get in the business say, well, I took a little bit from my high school coach, a little bit of this from my college coach, implemented some things of my own. Just uh, how, how has your philosophy evolved over the years? Well, Monty, I was fortunate enough to be coached by a heavyweight in high school and Randy King. Um, and then to follow up my, you know, my senior year, uh, Mike Wright. I take a little bit of their philosophy as far as just their preparation, um, how they go about things and how they prepare. Uh, but I think as a young coach, I understand that I have some uphill climbs. So 
Um, my philosophy is, I, you know, I take it day by day. You know, you move on to the next play, you move on to the next segment. Um, you're always asking what's next um, because, you know, success is very short-lived. And it's always, you know, when you win, um, you'll get comfortable. You At this level, um, you're going to get your butt handed to you. Um, and if you lose, you just have to understand and say it's a journey. You know, you have to learn. You have to learn from it. You know, the L and loss, I, I use it for lessons. You know, it's lessons that we learn. Um, so I think moving forward and just moving on to the next play, not getting too deterred by um, challenges and not getting too overwhelmed by accomplishments. Um, it's just always moving on to what's next. Um, and when I talked to you, you mentioned um, or in your email you sent me that where you you were looking to kind of get in this area and recruit some, um, which I mean makes good sense. You've got ties here and things like that. How do you go about that? I think just coming home. You know, I, I you know my mom's still still down there, my little brother. So I think when I'm there, I still got a lot of good relationship with the coaches down there. Um, a lot of them was either assistant coaches when I was there, and um, or they're somewhere around. So I keep in touch with pretty much everyone down there. Also, being a, um, you know, I, I, I was okay in high school, but, you know, it was hard to get a scholarship. It was hard to get looked at by Division ones, and, um, you know, had some D2s and NAIs call me. But it's a lot of talent down there that, um, you know, think it's only one route. If they don't get the NCAA and NAI um, call, um, it's a pretty good organization called the USCAA. Um, it's mostly up in the Northeast and the Midwest, but uh, we compete, you know, and we compete against the D3s. We we, we went 5-1 and one against Division three teams this year and, you know, went 2-1 and one against NAI teams. So um, I think just letting them know that you have guys have more options. Well, and that, you know, and that's the thing. Um, uh, there are a lot of opportunities out there, but a lot of kids don't, you know, a lot of kids from uh, – Rutherford County or the Mid-State may not even know that Vermont Tech has a basketball t- team. So I guess that's one of the challenges, too, is getting your name and your brand out there. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Um, when, you, um, first, when you first got into coaching, and let's take one obvious aspect of it that's so key now, and um, uh, with modern technology, you get access to a lot of tape and film or whatever um developing a scouting report was that a challenge at the beginning um yes sir because you are developing scouting reports against guys who are so good that the scouting reports might not help at all um you know it's not high school where you can kind of you know you can kind of put a plan in place and it works, but you're talking about five guys who are recruited on the court. It's not one person you have to worry about. It's all five. So um, just having a detailed perspective on every single player, you know, whether they shoot off their right foot or, uh, or shoot better going to the left or shoot better going to the right. Um, and, and just like I say, you stay up two, three hours, uh, two, three hours a night, you know, up to 2, 3 a.m., um, watching film, trying to learn every single thing about every single player that might come in and how they can hurt you. Um, you know, high schools, you kind of dealt the hand you, you know, you're dealing with the hand you were dealt with. Um, college, these players are recruited. They fit into the system well. So you're not preparing for one or two people. You're preparing for uh, five or seven players. 
Yeah, and you know, particularly you know where you g- grew up playing basketball, you've been playing against them guys most of your life. <laughs> right. Yes, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, when you when you look back at your high school career, Jamal, what what are some of the things that stand out to you? Who were some of the games that you enjoyed the most playing against? Well, I definitely think the Oakland Seagull rivalry and the Oakland Riverdale rivalry uh, resonate with me the most. Um, and because it, it, it was a college environment, you know, it was it was the thing to do on a Friday night to go see those games. Um, and those battles I had with, you know, Kerry Hammonds and uh, Mark Gooch and, and Sed Williams, um, you know, my body still hurt thinking about those games sometimes, you know, because you just knew, um, you knew the next morning you was going to be sore. Um, and so, you know, when you think of, when I think of my high school career, you can't discount those games and um, underestimate how important it was because I think it got not only me, but Kerry and um, all those other guys at Seagull ready for the college level because it was a college game if you think about it. Yeah, it sure was. You could see, you could see the future uh, talent out there. And, of course, the Oakland Seagull rivalry um, has really uh, been a good one over the years. And, of course, I'm an old hat, so I'll – I always go back to the Oakland Riverdale one myself, but uh, um, playing for Coach King, you know, we used to joke at the office back in the day. He could take he could take five of us knuckleheads in the office and probably win twenty games with us. How good of a coach was he? It was um, it was amazing to play under him and learn under him. Just the way uh, we we never really watched film as players with him, but I had got the opportunity to watch film with him one time, and the way that he looked at every single player, like I'm doing at the college level, um, is unlike not a lot of high school coaches do it that way. And I think that's why he was so successful because you can just tell he was on a whole nother level on how he went about preparing. Um, and all you had to do was be able to make a layup, and he'll put you in a position to score. <laughs> Um, you know, of course he needed, you know, he, he had some talents over the years, but oh, yeah. when you go 20 straight years winning 20 more games, um, it's a testament to, to your system, the way you play, the way you prepare. Um, and I'm just honored to have uh, played under him. When you look, um, as you, you know, if you had a crystal ball right now, do you want to stay in college coaching? I do, you know, um, because it's my only job, you know. You know, when when I know high schoolers, you know, Coach King and Coach Wright, they, they still had to teach, you know. Um, here, I get to come to the office every day. I get to prepare. Um, I get to spend time with my players, um, get to know them on a personal level more. Um, so I think this is a place where I want to stay um, as far as, you know, what level. But, but I'm not discounting that, you know, coming back to some Tennessee high school basketballers. It's not in my, you know, not not in my my plans. Um, with the the COVID right now, uh, are you what restrictions are are you are you guys facing? Can you work them out? Uh, do they have to do it on their own? Uh, what guidelines are you going by right now? Right now, we can still hold team practices. Um, you know, of course, we we're at a point right now where we can't. Um, you know, we can't practice under the, the the organizational rules because it's against the rules. But as far as COVID, uh, we're able to do what we're supposed to do at any at any um at any part of the season. 
Um, I think with our games, our games have been moved to the second semester. At least our conference schedule has. But we're just uh, waiting for our governor up here, who, who's strict, but he's doing a good job um, kind of to kind of release the winter guidelines, and hopefully we can get a few in November. Now, you're in Randolph, Vermont. Is that a small town, obviously? It is. Yeah, it's a small town. It's actually um, not small um, compared to the town in Vermont, but uh, it definitely is a small town. Good town to raise a family, I tell you that much, and uh, the support we get around here is pretty great. Um, there, we mentioned you went to the Final Four last year. Uh, do you have a lot of players back, or you got a lot of new guys? Well, we went to the Final Four off a veteran team, so a lot of my players graduated. Um, so I have a lot of freshmen coming in. Got got some good uh, junior college transfers that um, that I was able to recruit, and I think that's going to help us down the line. Um, but yeah, most of my players are. I have three coming back. Well, good deal. Well, Jamal, it's great to catch up with you. Like to see young men uh, doing well from Murfreesboro. You're obviously on your way, and uh, we wish you the best of luck. And thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, and I uh, hope you guys are staying safe down there. Uh, we, 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 will, we will do that, and you do the same. Yes, sir. Thank you. That's Jamal Hughes joining us today. He's the head men's basketball coach at Vermont Tech. Uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Meteorologist Ray Miller from News Radio WGNS with a reminder that you can download the Weatherology app on your phone for the forecast at your fingertips. We can even send weather bulletins directly to your phone. Download the Weatherology app today. It's free in the App Store. Good afternoon. It's heavy out here on 840 right now. Coming back over from Franklin, Williamson County, back into Rutherford County on 840 there at the 24 split. Traffic uh, has been moving out here fairly decent on 24. Coming in from Davidson County into Rutherford County. Watch your speed as you continue towards Manchester on 24 East. Celebrate autumn at Obergatlinburg during Oktoberfest. Now through November 1st, visit Obergatlinburg.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. You're not afraid to be fired. <laughs> Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Boy, will it hurt my pocketbook if I am. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall. Shop where the dealer shop. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. 
Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Gold Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance. 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Inside Report with Chip Walters, play-by-play voice of the Blue Raiders. Chipper, what's up? Well, good afternoon, everybody. And it is another football weekend for the Blue Raiders, and the factor of the unknown has weighed heavily on the Blue Raiders' preparation on the gridiron for this week's game. After losing at home to North Texas, the Blue Raiders are now 1-5 and and make their first trip to Houston this week when they take on Rice. And Rice has not played a game this year. The Owls have had six games canceled due to COVID-19. They had to shut down their program in early September for several weeks due to positive tests, finally getting the okay to get back to practice on September 28th. Saturday's contest will be the third time this season that Middle Tennessee will play a team in the season opener, adding to Army and Troy in that category. And not having even one game from 2020 to look at will undoubtedly make things tough from a preparation standpoint. And not to mention, on the flip side, Rice will have six Middle Tennessee games to watch. Adding to the difficulties, the fact that these two are not common opponents, the first time the program's ever met on the football field was last year in Murfreesboro, and both programs have played football for well over 100 years. Rice will, does bring back a few players from last year's matchup, which the Owls won 31-28. However, there's a new quarterback in town who will likely start tomorrow, throwing yet another monkey wrench into the game plan. TCU grad transfer Mike Collins, who started four games the last two years with the Horn Frogs, was announced as Rice's starting quarterback midway through fall camp. He's on his third team in his collegiate career after transferring to TCU from Penn in 2017. Well, after the starting the season with back-to-back tough outings, Middle Tennessee's offense has found its footing the last four weeks, and so has running back Shaton Mobley. The redshirt junior bruiser at one time didn't even expect to run the ball much this season. However, now halfway through this season, he leads the team's running backs in carries, yards, and touchdowns. Over the past four games, Mobley has taken 11 carries per game for an average of 68.5 yards, scoring five touchdowns over that span. It culminated in his best game of the season last week against North Texas, when he rushed 14 times for 156 yards and scored a rushing and receiving touchdown. And, of course, he will be counted on heavily in tomorrow's game. Pre-game show begins at uh, 1 o'clock and our kickoff schedule for 2.30 at Rice Stadium in Houston. All right, turning to basketball, did you miss yesterday's 
Blue Raider Athletics webinar, the Blue Raider basketball update, but want to be in the know regarding the discussion, well, you can watch the replay. It's available on the MT Athletics YouTube and Facebook social media outlets. You can go back at last right at an hour. Features Coach Nick McDevitt, Coach Rick Ensel, Director of Athletics Chris Massaro, and Assistant AD for Ticketing James Kentfield. Probably the biggest piece of news that came out yesterday was the fact that uh, the Conference USA will be limiting attendance to 15% capacity in the arenas across the league for Murphy Center. That means uh, 1,725 fans per game. So uh, the Blue Raider ticket office already working on a plan to accommodate that, and uh, you will be hearing from the ticket office if you are a season ticket holder. And men's tennis is on the road this weekend as they uh, finalize fall action at the Southern Miss Invitational. Began today at the Southern Miss Tennis Facility. Joining the Blue Raiders and Golden Eagles in Hattiesburg will be student-athletes from Chattanooga and South Alabama. The uh, event runs through Sunday. All right, that's it. We'll talk to you tomorrow from Houston and uh, back again with another report on Monday. All right, Chip, we appreciate you as always. Talk to you tomorrow. Remind everyone of the Blue Raider Inside Report brought to you today by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert and RAI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and my team insurance. We'll take a break and be right back. Hi there, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamont Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your realtor. 2020 appears to be another dynamic year in real estate, and if you've been in your home for a while, you might be surprised what it's gained in value. Get in touch with me, and we'll set up an absolutely free, no-obligation real estate review for you. Go to my website, choosechip.net, or give me a call, 615-542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Appreciate Jamal Hughes joining us today. Um, the football Friday night, and got some big games on tap. Of course, I guess the major news continues to be the quarantine at Rockville. Um, the Rocket program quarantined 14 days, meaning, uh, unfortunately, the Rocket season is over. They um, uh, finished the season one and seven. That one win was over uh, Franklin County. It was their um, first ever win. So two years in the books for Rockville. The big thing is, will Rockville ever have a spring practice? That's the next thing on the agenda for them, you know, aside from uh, weightlifting and things like that. Where will we be with the COVID come May? Sure hope there's a vaccine. Sure hope we got a grasp on it. Who knows what's going to happen this winter. But um, nonetheless, I hate to see the season end, but glad those kids got eight games in. Just never know. Games tonight, Blackman at Siegel. 
um, the blaze um, got to have it. Uh, they're in playoff mode. They were last week when they beat Rockville. Um, it's going to probably come down to them and Cookville. Cookville also getting a a W uh, against Rockville by because of the COVID. Uh, so, um, first things first, though. Seagulls played a lot better lately, particularly particularly defensively. I think Blackman's got too much talent for him, though, and um, I look for Blackman to win. Laverne and Smyrna, so much at stake. Uh, Laverne's in the playoffs. Uh, they've got to win over Stewart's Creek. Um, they still got to play Cane Ridge. So they're going to have to win one of the last. You know, if they win tonight and win next week, they win the region. They win tonight and lose next week, it's a three-way tie in the region. If Smyrna wins tonight, it's over. The Bulldogs will be champions. So kind of where we stand with that um as i've said all week and i don't ever remember this game having this much meeting particularly this late in the year you know for many years though that smart and laverne played the very first game of the year um the way the schedule makers have it now certainly we've got some drama involved um coffee county at oakland of course, the number one ranked Patriots coming off a 37-30-7 victory over uh, Riverdale. Uh, they're 8-0, undefeated 5-0 in the region. Coffee County 4-4, four four, a better team than they have been. Um, not good enough to beat Oakland. Riverdale, Warren County, huge. Huge, huge. Riverdale wins. Um, they're more than likely going to be the number. They'll be the number two seed, more than likely, for the playoffs, which comes with it is a um, home playoff game. Those are coveted. A Warren County wins. All the marbles. Who would ever thought if Warren County were to find a way to win this game, them and Oakland would be undefeated, playing the last game of the season with a championship on the line, even if they lose to Riverdale next week, a share of the championship is on the line. So uh, I don't know what the social distancing policies are in games at Warren County. I know it's probably the biggest one in 40 years, 30 years. Minimum. And um, C.J. Taylor, outstanding athlete, running back, quarterback, wherever you put him, he's a competitor. He's very talented. He'll be a Mr. Football nominee for sure. So uh, Warriors will have their hands full with him. Middle Tennessee Christian School at Mount Juliet Christian. Big one for the Cougars. Should win. Certainly favored. Had some players out. 
Um, but if they win that one, step closer to hosting a playoff game. They play them and then Webb to end the season. Webb much improved. They're coached by, um, you know, in their early stages of 12-man football, 11-man football, 12-man. Well, there'd be an advantage. Um, uh, 11-man football. Kyle Turnbow's their coach, played at MTSU. Brother of a good buddy, Whit Turnbow. Uh, longtime MTSU golf coach. Um, of course, as we said, Cookville at Rockville, that is um, postponed, canceled, I'm sorry. Uh, and Eagleville against Mount Pleasant, that's out at Eagleville. And um, non-region game. So, looking at the playoff picture, Oakland and Warren County are 5 and 0. Riverdale is 4 and 1. Cookville's 2 and 3, Coffee County's 2 and 3. Blackman's um 2 and 2. So, the Blackman game that they lost against Oakland due to the COVID, and they did not get a loss for that. It was a no contest. Oakland did get a win, um, actually helping them right now. But ultimately, it'll come down to the last week of the season if they beat Siegel tonight. Haven't heard if Siegel's going to play a game the final week of the season because – they were supposed to play Rockville. I'm sure they'll try to get a game. Um, that's in Region um, uh, 3. Region 5, um, Smyrna and Laverne are 4-0. and Stewart's Creek's 3-1. and Cane Ridge is 2-1. and Overton's 1-2. and Antioch and McGavick got, are 0-3. Region um, 5-2A, Lewis County and Forrest are 4-0. Loretto and Eagleville are 2-2. Summertown's 0-3, so Eagleville's in the playoffs. Uh, Again, they play a non-region game, so it doesn't really matter. This game doesn't matter tonight in in the playoff picture anyway. It matters. Uh, next week they play to Loretto. That'll be whoever's the four or three seed, which could be could be a quite a big big difference. All righty, you're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take a break and be right back. WGNS! 
Listen to us anywhere. News Radio WGNS is Rutherford County's place to talk. 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Good afternoon. It's heavy out here on 840 right now. Coming back over from Franklin, Williamson County, back into Rutherford County on 840 there at the 24 split. Traffic uh, has been moving out here fairly decent on 24. Coming in from Davidson County into Rutherford County. Watch your speed as you continue towards Manchester on 24 East. Celebrate autumn at Obergatlinburg during Oktoberfest. Now through November 1st, visit Obergatlinburg.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. Sir Pizza strives for excellence in everything that they do and can't wait to see the smile on your face. Dine-in delivery and carry-out on East Main, Memorial, and South Church. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Uh, did not go down the. Um, Christian School, Division 2A East Region, DCA's 5-0, Kings Academy, Friendship Christian are 4-2, MTCS is 2-1, Franklin Grace is 2-2, Webb's 2-3, Mount Juliet Christian, who they play, um, is 1-4, and Chattanooga Grace is 0-5. So, Christian school can remain in the um, top four. They'll host a playoff game. But that requires winning tonight and um, against um, Webb the final week of the season. Okay, um, the Blue Raiders coming off a tough one against North Texas. Go to Houston this week where they play Rice, who hasn't played a game. Um, and so we don't know anything about Rice I know they won three games last year they improved as the season went on beat middle last year toward the end of the season Um, one would assume they're healthy Um, middle not healthy Um, don't know what their state of mind is they've continued to play hard they just haven't played well enough to win. I mean, they've had turnover issues. Um, offensively, they've gotten better. 
I mean, you score 30. They've scored 35 points twice and lost, uh, which uh, is crazy. Um, of course, they lost the homecoming game to Western Kentucky by three points. Close games. Last week, they seemed to have control of it early. North Texas made a switch at quarterback. And um, the switch turned on for the mean green because they went bonkers, rushing 400, 460 yards, 432 yards. Or no, middle had 432 yards in offense. Um, North Texas had 462 rushing and uh, – 768 overall. So, who knows what's going to happen with the Blue Raiders. Um, as I said, uh, even though last week's game got away from them, they were in it, you know, for quite a while. And we don't know anything about Rice. I mean, you want to see these guys do well. Uh, Rice... Um, like I said, um, don't know anything about it. They have not played a game. That's a big, big, I think, in favor of MTSU. That's a big plus for them, uh, despite what players middle may have lost uh, throughout the course of the season. It's a big plus for the Blue Raiders, and hopefully they'll um, get it together and get, get them a W uh, going into their bye week. All right, you've been listening to All Sports Talk. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next time. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.